Cyber season is in full swing with our pals Isotope and Native Instruments. Get huge discounts on everything from Guitar Rig 7, complete 14 bundles, and one of our favorites here at the Colton Culture Podcast, Ozone 11 EQ. Go to isotope.com and nativeinstruments.com to feast on the audio goodness. Yum. You can also get additional savings on other softwares by using the code RUIN10. DistroKid now also has a motherfucking app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can download it at distrokid.com forward slash app forward slash or you can get it in the app store. Hello, Jazz Ruckermeyer. Hello. Yeah. Hello. You guys do consignment up there? Do consignment. Uh, not today. You'll have to come and speak to one of the managers. RT or Kent would be the one to talk to. What is that? Who? RT or Ken? Do you What's have like that? a pack of wild dogs in the background or something, man? You don't allow dogs, you're saying, right? Wild dogs, you're <sighs> Not saying, generally. Right? No. Hello? Okay, man. Hello? Hi, yeah. I'm Frederick Frick. I got your number from Chaplin Crabtree. I'm just trying to get distribution for our band. Did, did, did you just call a second ago? No, I did not. Okay. Yes, you did. We're musical gnomes. We're called Wallet Size Wildfire. Don't call again. Bye. Cheers, record Mary. Hi, yeah, I got a local band. We're looking to get some distribution. The buyer's here at Banker's Hours. He's going to be here Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? I'm just a clerk. Are you going to stand by your remarks when I call back at that hour? What remarks? Or is this just a big hoax up there? I didn't talk to anybody. I talked to the other guy, maybe, but you didn't, I haven't spoken to anybody before today, so it doesn't really matter. What do you want? you got to sell a record to The buyer is here. The buyer is the guy who does that. I, I'm not allowed to. Oh, yeah. Bye. Jazz record, Mary? I'm calling from Dr. Fiddlesticks. we got a jukebox up here, and we're trying to stock the thing. And it didn't come with any vinyl. We got some, yeah, but it's been gone over quite a bit. I mean, our 45 vinyls, it's, you know, it's been sucked dry. Yeah. Bye. Hello, Vortex here. Hello. Good day. Hi. What's this happening? I'm Frederick Frick. I'm interested in entering into a gentleman's agreement with you. Uh-huh, yes, okay. What would this agreement entail? I'm a local band. We're called Wallet Size Wild Foes. We're gnomes, and I think that really sets us apart. We're looking to get some distribution. Okay. Uh, no, I'm not up for it. Thanks. I'm sorry. i got to go now. We're Bye-bye. the only gnomes in the area. Welcome to Episode 8 of Colton Culture. Uh, it's the Planet B podcast. Uh, it's myself, Justin Pearson, and Luke Henshaw. Hello. And uh, this episode features, well, it's an odd one because it features Travis Ryan from Cattle Decapitation. And then we hooked up with uh, some friends of ours, Dave Hall and Vivek Vankatish, who are the director and producer of the Longmont Potion Castle film. So um, it's a strange mix of characters. And uh, there's also a guest uh, call caller calling in, um, Longmont potion castle himself uh yeah the the podcast actually revolves around that the upcoming documentary yeah travis comes in as the guest ultra fan right (laughs) ultra fan guest curator i don't know like just kind of and uh, you know we you'll hear it in the podcast we dive into the sort of relevance that i think uh you know the lpc has with san diego and i guess like a lot of bands and stuff like that so um yeah, it was an interesting um, podcast on many levels. Yeah, just be on the lookout for the Longmont Potion Castle documentary. Um, I think Dave has some tentative release date information stuff happening uh, on his end. So um, hopefully it'll come to life soon. Um, and in the meantime, after you listen to this podcast, of course, you should go and research uh, LPC if you have not, because it's pretty insane. Um it's great, funny it's just, shit. It's insane. Yeah, so uh, check it out. Um, thanks for listening to Colton Culture, and um, yeah, thank you. 
ahead and introduce yourselves. Start with Travis. Uh, I'm Travis, um, <laughs> Justin's favorite guy, and we're here with. Say your name. I'm Dave Hall, <laughs> the director of a Longmont Potion Castle movie. I'm Vivek Venkatesh, uh, producer of the Longmont Potion Castle movie. And Travis is from Cattle Decapitation. Hi, I'm Travis from Cattle Decapitation. You just okay. So let let's start off with the let's start off with cattle using a Longmont. It's crank. Longmont. Longmont Castle. Longmont. Longmont. Potion is a castle. totally different thing. Okay. Longmont is not. I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, How did that happen? Like that was the co- okay. So like you know we grew up with with Bob releasing these. Yeah. Um, on Bionic Communications. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, by the way, there's like a hidden track on the... on the. I just, dude, hooked up with, um, I mean, hooked up with Bob through through doing this really awful uh, noise band. We're actually credited as being... Um, Vinyl Communications' worst selling release of all time. What? Yeah. Which Ooh. one is it? Ooh. Boom. <laughs> yeah. That's his worst his selling worst release? selling release of all time. In fact, I found copies of it uh i was working at lose records and this guy comes in he's all dude i just went to the 99 cent store across the freeway in encinitas and they have fucking stacks of the ohm cd and i was just Whoa. like you're kidding me i bought them and fucking <laughs> sell them on, on or on you know tour or whatever yeah, yeah. for 50 cents but um yeah so i hooked up with vc through that and uh at the same time you know von at yeah. Custom printing. He was doing all the printing for the VC stuff, oh. so he fucking showed me the Longmont stuff. He'd be listening to it while we were working on the album because he recorded the Oom um album, and I fell in love with it. Yeah. And then um, I was gonna do this. Uh, in- I-, I did an interview uh, with with Longmont um, for this. Bob was going to be doing this uh, newsletter thing, like a you know a, ma- a VC magazine or something like that, that never really ended up happening, I think. And uh, I did an interview with with uh, with him for it, and I ended up f- shit flying out to Denver and playing a show. He hooked up a show for for me at the Lions Lair, and I went uh, and played as what Oom? Um? Yeah, I went Whoa. and played as Oom, um and with, without the other dude in the band, I, I'm not sure. I think we bailed or we broke up by then or whatever, but um. Just mainly to hang out, you know? I didn't yeah. care about the show. It was just, I wanted to fucking go hang out with this crazy dude that I was just obsessed with, you know? Like, uh-huh. I've told him over and over again, this guy changed, and you know. Yeah. He's changed our vocabulary and the way we talk, the way we which is insane. It's crazy that somebody could do that through just a bunch of stupid fucking prank calls. It's weird how the San Diego thing is strange, how it, like, kind of feels like he's, like, It felt like, like, yeah. And it's weird that he even has to... Mention that because there is a there is a a connection it seems, and I've talked to about that. He, yeah. he, uh Wait, can we wait? We can we do can we? Edit that out. we can always... bleep it out. Shit. That's yeah, we can beep it out. Anyways, yeah. um, he... or we can just use Gomez. Each time <laughs> yeah, yeah. we should come up with like a, a <laughs> just one Gomez. standard. Okay, we'll do that. Gomez or something. <laughs> um, the sample that you just throw. Let's in do there. that. The Gomez. Okay. Gomez. Okay. There you go. Um. And, uh, I just, he's a really personable dude, you know, when you get so to So you know flew to Denver and, and flew to Denver and just, house? I stayed at his house. We <laughs> did prank calls together. I listened in and that's where, I think that's where we did the, uh, the, the duck decapitation one or whatever, yeah. the, the, uh, the one that's on the end of human jerky. And, uh. Which no one really knows it's on there. I mean, it's, or even if people discover it, they don't get it. You know, they don't know where it's what it's referencing or yeah. where it's from. I find myself bragging about it. <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah, I got it's my long. favorite part of this. Got Longmont. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, yeah, the the way that it associated itself because we talked about this earlier when we did the interview, like it it is musically based, in, but not on purpose. Like I feel like it's like a thing, like bands go on tour and they play it in the van and like it just seems like a thing where like a lot of band people are kind of like connected to it yeah maybe not like directly connected to it, but like have a have a connection to it we got those long drives you know but those he, overnight drives sure. and then fucking uh, you know everybody gets laughing there's always that one guy in the band that doesn't get it and you're like oh, man, that's the person you gotta get rid of this dude yeah get this guy out of here 
<laughs> he's the merch guy. <laughs> um, but uh, and then you get out of the van at the gas station and you're like, you start talking <laughs> weird, you know, ling- like yeah, yeah, just like just I'll like bust your lip. <laughs> well, I don't know how to say that, but like <laughs> you know, at this juncture, you know. Or yeah. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and it all the way down to the fact that it even has its own like the editing has its own like I don't know it's it's very musical it has its it has a rhythm to it uh, especially I mean I think that comes from listening to it over and over again uh-huh. you know it's got that mnemonic kind of <clears throat> presence that just I I I <laughs> you know I could recite half this sh- shit uh do you want to recite something no <laughs> because my memory is really getting bad uh-huh. like I was we were talking it was just there's all these people that like I Man, I haven't listened to some of the newer stuff because I'll see people. One of the things about him that's so striking is if you've heard Longmont before, if you've if, if you're familiar with it, uh, or even though just the way certain things are said, you mm-hmm. know, or some of the these bizarre names that he comes sure. up with or whatever, uh, someone will post it and then someone will get it and be like, "Oh my god, I know that yeah, call, yeah, I, that, yeah, fuck!" Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're having this. From an outsider that doesn't know any better, looking in, it's like these people are having this conversation yeah. of, of absolute nothing. You know what? I think that might have happened to us on Facebook. Actually, I said something, and the way I phrased it, you were like Longmont. Yeah, yeah, Longmont. Yeah, yeah. And I was yeah. like, what? Like, and then it derailed the conversation. Or whatever. yeah, I mean, I've I've straight up said, "Are you telling me I'm in some sort of danger here, Mister?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. And people be like, "No, dude. I fucking jeez. What's your problem? I'm like, it's a fucking Longmont. Longmont. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. I can't help but do it." Like yeah. it's totally infiltrated the way we talk and communicate and whatever, just yeah. even on a day to day basis. It's weird. E- even the, even the, the sort of, you know, the, the Gomez or wh- wh- all the different characters voices, yeah. you know, you end up kind of like imitating those and become making, making it something else or whatever. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about how you guys got involved in the picture. Cause I don't know. It's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, um, I had been a fan of Longmont for a while, and Vivek and I had a, uh, a project in uh, New York City. So we drove from Montreal, where Vivek's based, to New York. And I was like, dude, you just got to listen to LPC. Oh, yeah. And for six, the six-hour drive, that's all we listened to. Well, how did you discover it? Um, a friend of mine just turned me on to it, which oh, was yeah. like, check this guy out. Yeah. That was like five years ago. And then, you know, we Vivek fell in love, and then... Maybe about six months later, the article in RollingStone.com came out, and I kind of thought, like, man, I better try and make this movie now because it's in Rolling Stone. Somebody else might try, blah, blah, blah. So I wrote LPC, and then we talked, and he was like, okay, let's go for it. And then I said to Vivek, you want to be a part of this? And he said, sure. And <laughs> that, that first phone call with... Uh with LPC, Dave and I was just surreal. I mean, my, my family thought I was just, I was going to lose the plot. I was so nervous yeah. and I was so excited. And then he calls you, right? And and it says mummy napkin right on it. <laughs> on my phone. It says really? Mummy, yeah. Mummy napkin. yeah. Wait, how did, how did it say that? Or what? Like, I called his caller ID is mummy napkin. Just, he set that up? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so it comes in. I'm like, oh, God, that's, that's Longmont. And he used the vocal rig, too, the first time he called. First time he called like, us, he used his vocal rig. So it'd be like like the Dugan Nash call. It'd be yeah. Nash, Nash, Nash. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. It, just, it, was, it was quite surreal. Yeah, it was crazy. Did you get anywhere with the conversation? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I must have spoken for about an hour because uh-huh. we were, by that point in time, Dave and I had pitched him an idea about um, about the documentary itself uh-huh. and how we envisioned the documentary to be a reflection of the uh, the effect that his calls have on fans. And uh, and he was he was really into it. I think he was he was willing to explore the ideas. Yeah. Uh, and full credit to Dave I and mean, the way he scripted and has scripted the documentary and also how he's rolled with the punches in terms of you know the 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 interviews that we've had the the different walls that have been built around yeah the, the construct of LPC not just well we kind of spoke the same language too because I come from a background of making music videos for a lot of underground metal bands and so Gomez I think kind of dug that and we kind of knew this some you know Travis he knew that I knew Travis, and and that went a long way to I think giving me some credibility, and 
I sent him a short film that I made and he really liked it and we just gradually built that trust and we from the beginning said like this is your movie you know and and we want to respect your vision and and ethos and everything and just tried to gain and and it's worked out we've been filming for like a year now yeah (laughs) and everywhere in Norway London UK Philly New York and now Southern now California. Southern California. Yeah, wow, that's yeah. Great. yeah. Um, well, we kind of talked about it earlier before we started recording this, but what, like, I mean, there, I, I'm shocked that there's been no legal issues. You know, like, I'm. I, there, thought th- I mean, <clears throat> maybe when the movie comes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know, like, because uh, in a, in a way, we are sort of bringing LPC into the not the mainstream by any means, but we're making it available, I think, to, yeah. for people to focus maybe their anger or, you know, disappointment. I wonder if, like, some of those people that were, you know, pranked could could see it in, in retrospect and, and, and see the humor in it after the fact. Or maybe would, when it's put together in, like, a however your film is. I would hope so. And, I mean, obviously, <laughs> people we interview, we get permission. Yeah. And, and have, you know, um, clearance, release forms signed and, and all that sort of stuff. But... Also, some of it's in the spirit of LPC. It's sort of DIY and underground, and sometimes we'll just roll in and film. Like in in Philly, we Dave Mustaine was giving a. Just saying his name. Is is Dave in the movie? Yes. Here's what happened. He was doing. Dave Mustaine had. (laughs) He released a beer in conjunction with this Quebecois brewery, Unibrow. It's called, and the beer's called the Tu Le Monde after that terrible song. And so there was this event, and you had to have tickets. There was like 100 people, but we got set up to film it officially through Decibel Magazine. So we had cameras right there, and Dave and the brewmaster came out, and then they opened up the floor to questions. And then I went up, and I said, uh, I started off with this bullshit, like, thank you for helping spread the French language through the world. And he was like, yeah, it's cool, man. Yeah. And I was like, so have you ever heard of Longmont Potion Castle? And I was just like, what? And then someone in the back yelled out, coaxial flutter. And then people were like, get off, never talk. Like people were getting angry. Like I just feel like, and his handlers came up uh-huh. and like it was in- intense, but we have it all on film. But it was and- intense. Uh, what was great was that somebody yelled out coaxial flutter. There yeah. was an LPC fan yes, yeah. right That's there. That's but just- so yeah. why did he get mad or why, or why did, why did, um, well, because they, they confused them. They're like, they what is that? Is that a beer? Is that a beer? Oh, they asked yeah. And you just asked for the hell of it. Yeah. Out of the blue. And- yeah. And then that dude, I forget his name. He used to have that show on vh1 that metal show or something uh-huh. he, some dude and like i went up i'm like man i got a really important question he's like okay last question last question like, <laughs> is that James? Don Jameson? yes because yeah. that guy he's probably a fan i would assume i don't he he wasn't too impressed yeah, he, after he, that he a yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so, so we try to blur the lines of of, of film and filmmaker in reality. Yeah. We try to really push envelope in that regard. And I think it's I think what, what's what's become at least for me very clear after, especially after speaking to Travis and Rob and and even Justin today, is that this kind of fandom is something that's born out of the digital age. We've we've not this is not touched by the digital age in a. In a in, in a way that we see ourselves being immersed in social media and digital media, so it's by word of mouth, and I don't think it's a coincidence that Dave and Travis know each other, and that when Dave proposed the idea that that uh, that Longmont Potion Castle knew you, and there was a personal connection there. Yeah, there was that weird. Was like, and and our, fucking answering machine tapes. We, yeah, <laughs> it's right, just yeah. weird. This is in an age where we're Perfect just ubiquitously up. consuming and reconsuming. This 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 notion, this vacuous notion of what it means to be a digital ident- identifier. Sure. What's great about Longmont Potion Castle is that it just takes us back to an era where you could still be thrilled about, you know, picking up the phone and calling someone and you know calling them a sister fucker, yeah. and you know just <laughs> yeah. slamming the phone yeah. down and and this this kind this kind of thrill is something you're you're missing now because. Yeah. We're, you know, you're stretching boundaries of what it means to be transgressive through digital media, and this is taking it back to an era where 
you know, you, you have to do something physically. You have to be physical in order to exist. And that's what I love about Longmont Potion Castle. It just brings back, it's a physicality. So what do you think is equivalent to it now, these days, in the digital world or whatever, digital era? That's, that's an excellent question. It's it's tough to think about that. I'm, I'm Some of the shows on Adult Swim is the only thing I can yeah. think like of. Maybe Eric Andre just... we were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Eric Andre yeah. Is Although sort he's of the... much more... He does it live in person. He, and, and the confrontation... <clears throat> Mostly, nine or seventy-five percent of Longmont's stuff, the confrontation really lies in the um, the person he's calling. Uh-huh. The beauty is is not even so much this dude and the his characters. Yeah, it's the the response from these fucking people. That, oh yeah, you know it, it's half the beauty is 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 their response and how worked up some of them get or yeah. how nonchalant some of them are. The 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 bizarre like. Um, or just just flippant sort of responses people have, it, um, you know, where he goes, uh, well, I don't care if you do, and he's like, well, I don't care if you if you don't care, well, I don't care if I don't, if you do or not or not, you know, it's just like <laughs> just these weird fucking nowadays. It, that's how it is. It's like in the digital age, Facebook, Instagram, like leaving comments. People love to get somebody else riled up. Yeah. And then they get him so fucking pissed, and then they say, Why are you mad? Yeah. And then that gets a fucking more. <laughs> yeah. You mad, bro? Ooh. It's fun. It, I, unfortunately, I, I hate mad. to say it it's fun watching you, because I, 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 know, I know your pain, but watching you deal, Justin, you deal with uh, some of these fucking idiots you have. Yeah. On your friends list, <laughs> Jesus! Uh, like on what? Like on just on Facebook uh, and shit. Sometimes I'm just uh, like, I, and I, I think I've posted on there before. Yeah. I don't know how you deal with these fucking. People. I, I delete them now. I've got, yeah. I've gone to the end. Yeah, I. Or I will. That's me hanging up the phone. Exactly, like, exactly, you know? exactly. The, the block. And, but the, and, the thing is, though, like, I feel, I hope that I'm sharp enough to realize if someone's fucking with me that I know. A lot of times, it's like a, just a real son of a bitch. You know, they think they're. Yeah, yeah. No. Or like, it's hard to get. It's hard to like really understand. He's calling? Are you calling him? Yeah, because he called twice. It didn't <laughs> even ring. Oh. It didn't even ring. Hello? Hey, how you doing? Hi, good. How are you doing? Uh, we're, <laughs> we're doing, doing well. great. We're doing great. I, 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 got, I got Travis here, Justin, Dave, and I, and Luke. Hi. <laughs> How's it going, man? Good. How's it going there? Decent. We're talking about you. Okay. Oh. <laughs> All right. In the most uh, excellent of lights. Um, oh yeah. Superb. <laughs> what do you have to say, What do you have to say about that, uh, there, partner? <laughs> oh, you know that's uh, it's a heck of a good start. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, well, congratulations on everything in your, your film and, uh, that, that's, that's getting put together and, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's exciting. I hope, hopefully you're excited too. Thanks. Yeah. It's, um, it seems, uh, it seems a little like it's really coming into focus on one hand and on the other hand, it seems, um, oblique. So there's a whole bunch of uh, thoughts and feelings I have just like from second to second. It's it's a lot. It's there's a lot to it. I've never made a movie before. Yeah, I just make records. You know, I could think like you know, it's about the polar opposite. Making a movie, you need you need so much from so many places and people, and with records, you just don't. So yeah. It's interesting. I, I would like to ask you what um, what do you hope like to accomplish with this, or what do you think will like come out of all of this? Um, oh, nothing. I have no expectations. I um, I want it to be good, um, you know, cinematically. It's like I've never made a movie. Like I say, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I'm oh. Completely ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> about it, about what expectations to have, or even what I should be thinking about, you know. Yeah, 
It'll probably be the best film then, I guess, because you're you're you. I guess you've lowered your standards, right? Or you have no expectations. <laughs> uh, yeah, just the, the visual part is something I, other than record covers, I never really huh. think about huh. too much. Um, but Dave and Vivek are 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 badass, so yeah, it's in good hands, so. I personally can't wait. <laughs> I've been saying this. Yeah. Something needs to... Somebody has been needing to come along and grab the torch that that he's holding and just run with it. And this is... You know, he's the he's the jam deck of fucking uh, prank calls. And there's already been an awesome documentary about him. So fucking there needs to be... Some, this needs to be exposed. Um... And that's personally how I feel about it. I don't know. Like, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's the same thing because we, we've we've spent I've fucking spent almost two decades now just going, dude, you gotta fucking listen to this guy. You know, you gotta hear this shit. And that's why it's it's moved around musicians. You get five dudes in a in a van, you know, five or six people in a van, and then those people fucking talk to the other five or six people that are in vans on this fucking tour of three different bands, and so yeah. on and so on and so on. And I, I don't know. It's there's something. He he put it. I think v, VC obviously helped, but like, it it came down to like uh, uh the like the punk rock uh, level, like we we've been talking about the, sure. the the vibe that, or um, you know the DIY kind of fucking, um, mindset or whatever that comes along with fucking. I mean, you know who doesn't love prank calls, especially yeah. you know. It's it's like generates like ourselves. Sure. <laughs> I mean, it's it definitely like a, a timing a timing thing, you know. I mean, it came out like we were talking before before we got you on the phone about how the digital age kind of maybe kind of not screwed it up, but threw it you know threw a wrench in the whole plan, you know. So it it's what's that? Yeah, I, I'm agreeing. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I I, uh, I don't know. I long for the days of, of the answer machine and the cassette tape in it and stuff like that. I know. <laughs> you very little from those days, though, on one hand. Hmm. Well, let's, let's, uh, can we, can I ask you about your, your, I don't know if you would call them characters, but your different voices or different, um, you know, personas. Like, how, is that, is that just like, premeditated it in any way or is it just I don't know like can you shed some light on that and how those things have developed it's it's pretty spontaneous uh-huh. or like I'll be uh, you know talking during the day to someone and then just recreating it on the phone or something huh. that's why I'm so glad we have Gomez involved you could be able to capture all those personas and everything on film. It's going to be wonderful. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, well, I, I, have, I have two questions. Um, <laughs> one, have you ever, uh, I don't know, ran into any problems? Like, has anyone f- found out who you were and, like, kicked your ass like they said they were going to? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> are you i mean are you grateful for that i do i mean is that like i do are you fear that maybe that could happen at some point still and and no okay that um that's a lot of confidence that's good i would be terrified <laughs> um the other thing i was going to ask is is gomez there yeah yeah he's People ask, don't you ever just want to? Don't you ever just want to be more combat- combative when people are cussing you out? And be like, well, f you too, man. And it's like, no, I don't. <laughs> I just want it to be a good, an interesting recording, and that would be maybe satisfying for half a second. But you know, yeah, I just, I just play into it uh, to where it becomes interesting. Hopefully, I don't, I don't have to be the interesting one. <laughs> it just has to be interesting. Well, that's to be interesting. A, a lot of the beauty of it is that it's not so obvious, like like say Jerky Boys or or Crankers yeah. or whatever. You know, yeah. it's not these obvious scripted characters, and these people may even be in on it. Yeah, you know, who knows? This is. You know, I mean, there's parts of the fucking his albums that are that are sort of musical, 
like he's just using feedback or some shit, sure. you know, like uh-huh. that. Yeah. So it's like there's a there's a huge, a very organic nature uh, yeah. these things are done in. These releases are put together in, and yeah. the editing really, you know, all, all that stuff, everything comes into play. And I'm as a as a fan that pays attention to the early details of Rob Crow's editing of Longmont Potion Castle or whatever. Like I'm stoked that it still carried on the same feeling. It still had the same vibe, you know. I know it's just black and white fucking, you know, white noise that is in the form of fucking words, uh, essentially, but it still has a musicality to huh. it. That's, and, that's an interesting perspective. Yeah, and it, it's, it still has, you know, rhythm and, and I don't know. It, it, and blues. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, we're, we're speaking to, uh, to Bob Barley tomorrow morning. Uh, about oh the, wow yeah yeah awesome. he's, yeah and and uh, and today uh, as Travis was saying we spoke to Rob Crow we spoke to Travis and to Justin is there something specific about the the Southern Californian the San Diego scene that um, that you think has contributed to the the well part of the enigma of LPC but also the the way in which uh, the way in which LPC has been has been perhaps uh, catalyzed in the in the broader public. What is it about Southern California that you think uh, has uh, has has enabled LBC to become uh, so um, so important? There must be something. I mean, I've known a couple people who just insisted that I lived, uh, you know, in their area, in San Diego area. And uh, they were just certain. They had certainty that I, you know, was from there and stuff like huh. that. I, um, I guess I'm just destined to live there. I've always <laughs> felt like I, I belonged there, and I did live there for a lot of years. But um, can you play bass? <laughs> <laughs> Cattle needs a bassist. Maybe. Uh... <laughs> I know you're a shredding guitar player. Jesus Christ. I think, yeah, you know, I, I don't have a, a bass player mind, <laughs> but I can play it, you know? You don't play no You don't have a bass dude. player? They need one, I think. <laughs> Shit. Oh, what? I don't care. I don't, I don't, I, I don't I too. I don't know. That would work. Yeah. There you go. You just got a new bass player. There we go. All right. <laughs> awesome. But he can only do it remotely through the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's um, there's like a warm glow in the room here because it's been uh, just since the 24 hours that uh, that Dave and I have been here uh, talking to um, to people who knew you and who know you, who love you, and who who really think that a lot of the the essence of the scene is derived from multiple personalities. I think you've been able to sort of corral all that together and uh, and there's uh, there's a lot of a lot of respect not only for the work that you do but also um, a way in which your work has influenced the the ethics of the of the of the scene here in Southern California so this is a, a really neat way of capturing that and uh, and having you call in here today is really nice as well so thank you oh sweet thank you all so much yeah thanks, it's man. like uh it's like a, a lava lamp of goodness. <laughs> I've been repeating my Denver experience when I went to visit Gomez. He picked me up at the airport, and I asked him the first place to take me was the weed dispensary. <laughs> and so last night, we got into San Diego. The first, I call a, a weed delivery service, and we got it to the <laughs> hotel. So. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Denver. Yeah. <laughs> well, you you definitely have influenced a lot of people. I think more than you are aware. And then I also think that like when the you know when this film does come out, like I think it'll reach a lot further than than it you know has ever reached. And and I don't know. I think it'll create something new, like a new wave of something. I I mean. Who knows? I mean, with with the digital age, maybe someone will discover something and be inspired by it. You know, it'll trigger some kind of really 
awful wave of something that will be brilliant. So I don't know. I, 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 I want to say thanks, man, for everything. I mean, you've definitely influenced like even the way I write lyrics and shit, you know, and like some of the, the words I'll use and the phrasing, it's, 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 it's definitely got your vibe to it sometimes. So yeah, thanks, man. Oh, Thank Not you to suck so your dick. No, it's true, dude. I was yeah. saying the same thing fucking earlier, man. You, you've completely. I, I use the word infiltrated because it's like, you know, I feel like it was done without my will or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have no fucking control over it. <laughs> Every time I talk to someone, I call my friend. I'm like, ah, so what are you doing? I say, <laughs> you know, and. I never did that before I fucking heard that call, you know? Like, I just never, I don't know. It's 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 weird. It's, it sticks, and... <laughs> I just call myself Luther Manhole anytime somebody calls it home now, and my wife and kids are just so embarrassed. Like, stop that. Stop doing that. Oh, dude, I've seen... I, I've been on tour, and there was a fucking... Somebody's, like, uh, Wi-Fi connection was, like, Grover Knox or something like that. Yeah. You know? Oh, for sure. Or, or some sort of Longmontism. Some... Yeah. Something, you know, it's yeah. bizarre. My friend got a personalized license plate that says "Nash." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so, and, yeah, and, people... and and what's crazy is you'll you'll travel and you'll, or you'll meet these people on the road or whatever because you know we do a lot of that kind of shit between what we all of us what we do mm -hmm. and and to see the 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 reach that it had and how many how how it did fucking eventually reach somebody. But they can recite it, and it means as much to them as somebody such as myself that, you know, I'm not trying to brag or anything, but I fucking feel like I was there since near the beginning and, and have uh, be befriended oh, years ago and, and done a lot of stuff with them over the years. Um, I don't know. It's just fucking... It's cool. It's, yeah. it's, it's really interesting, and I don't even think... This started happening... I was watching it happen before the, the, the internet... Uh, really, before it, there was a, any kind of Longmont presence, or, or people seeing, or before I was seeing it pop up on social media and stuff like that, like there was, um, you know, e even just like through like tape trading circles and stuff, because oh, that's sure. pretty much how it started, right? Oh, you were you were trading, or you were selling like the the those those three volumes, and then you, what was it? The Barney Love tapes came out, right? And you uh, you sent something to Bob. Saying like if you if you like that you should check this out isn't that kind of how the the first volumes came out? That's how I met uh, Vital Communications and ended up having a couple of records put out with them. But I I I, I have to admit I, I really paid no attention to any kind of response. I, I either assumed that there was none or. Or if there was one, it was uh, good. But I just, I just put any thoughts I had right back into the creative aspect of it, and um, just making more albums. I tried to just stick with the the program, and I really didn't didn't consider too many external um, factors. Um, but now I kind of forced to, like what you said about the movie and the reach that it might have. I think there probably are a lot of people who wouldn't listen to this kind of stuff on a on an album, but would watch would watch a documentary because uh, I don't know. Maybe there's some disconnect about just listening to audio, but if it's a movie, then yeah, heck, let's watch this. I think so. I think there are a lot of lot more people now that I'm sort of thinking about what it all means uh so you mean 30 years is a, is a good time to kind of look back and at the same time that you're looking ahead so it's fuck it's interesting hmm. that's, yeah. a, that's a great perspective mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> all right all right well thanks gomez yeah yeah wow. thanks so much thanks gomez <laughs> anticlimactic yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're all just blown away now uh yeah, we're um, we're we're looking forward to uh, looking forward to to finishing up the the filming of the footage here in Southern California and uh, and then um, and then putting things together so that so that you can uh, you can take a look and 
and we can figure out the best way to to represent the story. And oh yeah, I did yeah. I did have I did have something for you um because we we still don't know where you're based and Dave and I went to Norway earlier last it was in August of last year and and uh and we're going back again in May and again in August because we really feel that those rumors that you're based in in Norway are true so if you could in any way sort of confirm or disconfirm that that would be excellent for us because uh it's it's getting a little expensive to get their partner oh i see <laughs> well uh i work at ikea which is wrong country wrong, wrong scandinavian That's, country yeah. close, enough. <laughs> close enough i guess yeah okay so once we're we can probably take the take the bus or something up from <laughs> up from Norway to Sweden just to figure out whether you're there or not. Yeah, so yeah. That's there's that. So we'll still continue on this quest. And uh yeah, hopefully uh you don't delete my number from your uh from your recently called list. Oh no. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. No, thank you, uh, thank you all so much. It's, uh, it's awesome, and I'll see you. I'll see you soon. Cool, man. Thank all you. Right. Thanks. Good talking thank to you. Bye, man. Cool, yeah, we'll talk to you soon. All right. We'll be bleeping your name out, by the way. Yeah, we're we're bleeping. We're gonna replace every time we say Gomez with Gomez. Oh, okay, sweet. Yeah, I was wondering that. Okay, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be able to replace it. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. I was going to ask you about that. Okay. Yeah, don't worry. Excellent. All right. Cool. Thanks, man. All right. Okay. Hey, talk, talk to you soon. I love you, dude. Bye. Bye. All right. Thank you. Bye. So we we should edit it with the with the what about the real Gomez? Like when he says it, this is Gomez. Or Do whatever. it. Yeah. Yeah. Grab the yeah. Grab yeah. Yeah. Gomez. And then and then yeah. he, 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 no one knows that he's from Denver then, so we'll have to fuck that up too, huh? And just say no, like, no, just leave it. Just leave it. Okay. It's it's part of the narrative. Yeah. Narrative, right? It's part yeah. of the, narrative. It's part right. of the, the documentary. Yeah, okay. the there's more, a storyline and shit. The more uh, conflicting information and the better. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, which one? Uh, you want? Sounds weird, but uh, okay. somehow it's going to work. Yeah. Out. yeah. So, okay, we'll get back to it when they're done doing the beer thing, but. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, I can do this. Yeah. Which one? I got to piss my brains out. We should do a shout out, right, to this beer company? Oh, uh-oh. Quick. Shit, sorry. <laughs> sorry, dude. This is a studio. This is a... You usually don't have... Oh, I guess it's the... Yeah, there's... Uh, just, this is where the bass players do their stuff. Oh, <laughs> burn! <laughs> you got any beats I can... Um, yeah, you just got a new bass player on, on this uh, podcast. That's cool. Uh, we'll see. Shredding <laughs> guitar player. I'm not... I'll be honest. Who's Thanks. is that? Uh, there was a point where Cattle was talking about, uh, like back in 2006, we were, or five or so, uh, we were talking about getting a, uh, a second guitar player, and he was somebody I, I seriously yeah. considered for, yeah. I mean, and I'm not trying to say he didn't make the cut. No, it's yeah. not like that. We, we ended up not getting a fucking second guitar player for another 12 years. But the, uh, the fucking, he's such a shredder. It's funny to think about, like, the, for instance, like the, the cattle CD, it's like, you know, it's gruesome cover, it's fucking grotesque lyrics, it's like real evil and mean, and then there's this, like, pretty fucking goofy crank call at the yeah, end. And they, yeah, <laughs> but there's always been a real tongue-in-cheek, I've always wanted to keep it firmly there. Totally. Yeah. But that, to me, is or, like a, I mean, that's like a real San Diego thing, you know, like that kind of like, it's got, I know, it's weird, it's it, weird. Yeah, like, he does have this... Well, I mean, even for cattle, though, to have that at the end of their CD, it's just like, it's sort of just like a, it's just like the a... Ouroboros, like we use on our, uh, you know, just uh, things coming around yeah. again. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. He, he, uh, I, that, that didn't come until years later after fucking maybe 10 years, or no, not that long, but years later after even meeting the guy yeah. and, and doing the call. Like, uh-huh. I don't know. It was a, it's, it's weird, you know, uh-huh. because it was, it did very much have a place in san diego like you were talking to him yeah. about yeah and like well, he, and it was weird talking to him 
so we can say where he's from, right? It's, yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I was thinking about like the, with <clears throat> for San Diego, everyone like for us growing up, it was like Gravity Records was like such a thing for San mm-hmm. Diego, and with Gravity Records, it was Angel Hair who were from Denver, and everybody thought Angel Hair was from San yes, Diego. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That know? kind of thing. Yeah. Or Angel Hair and Titari, and then the VSS. Well, you know what, dude? It goes to show how much because that's the same thing with fucking three one G, dude. Same fucking thing. What do you mean? A lot of fucking people thought. Uh, oh, Jenny Piccolo. Was you in know, San Diego you went through or, this. Yeah, Come on, yeah. yeah, you of all people would know. Um, it says a lot. That's testament to what you guys did. Okay, you know, True. to what you did and what fucking Matt did, and yeah, yeah. and Sunny. Yeah, but Sunny wasn't from San Diego. Exactly. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you ask me, fucking GSL's a San Diego label because all the fucking locusts. It's yeah. not even. Yeah, and I know he's an LA guy, but whatever. Well, he was a San Diego label for a while, but oh, really? Yeah, a little. Anyhow. It, no, it is a yeah, weird, like, sort of, you know, uh, the assumptions are interesting. But, man, I really wanted to hear Gomez. I thought he would be there when, when oh, he called. Oh, <laughs> can't fuck it. See, dude, it's like someone coming up to you going, all right, dude, let's hear a, yeah. a popka or whatever the fuck <laughs> the Locust song is. Do, do your vocals uh, real quick. Okay, yeah. But the, okay. the, the one thing that's interesting about <laughs> Gomez, if you talk to him about his calls, he loves it. Yeah. Uh-huh. He might not get into the voices, but yeah. he, he doesn't really get, like, he appreciates when you get into it sure. and, and he'll joke around and laugh about it and it's pretty yeah. interesting it's it's sort of strange too like this might I gotta piss get edited mm-hmm. out of the out of the some of the podcast but how he like the the, the like sort of nuance of, of our conversation was like awkward yeah and, and it was like I, I felt like I was somehow in the crank call uh, you know like it, like it wasn't like aggressive or we weren't there was no co- combativeness or whatever but yeah. like I felt like this is weird. And like, you know, like you could sense his uneasiness, I suppose, which is in those crank calls where he's calling someone. And there is that like, yeah, for me, it's the analogy is sort of like when I first started getting into metal and underground metal and I would meet and started making videos and I'd meet some of the people in bands, I'd kind of be like, Oh, okay. This guy is the real deal. He's just like, that's why the music is like that because that's his life. And that's how he is or she and with LPC it's sort of the same thing when you meet him you're kind of like it's not an act yeah. it's not a joke that's who he is and yeah. he puts his heart his soul and maybe that's why his calls are so great because it's authentic sure you know uh-huh. I think it's it's speaking to that authenticity I think he's um, it's very clear when he says hey I don't know how to make a visual element to this so he's as much in the dark as to how this is going to turn out, right? Yeah. He's, mm-hmm. he's, uh, I'm a bit scared, too, because we've been engaging in some sort of Longmont-esque behavior during the <laughs> making of the movie, uh-huh. and I don't like that. You know, it, it makes me feel uncomfortable, but uh, I, I figure Gomez. L- LPC is willing to put himself out there. So yeah, but as the this... director and writer, I want to put myself out there, too, and live yeah. it. Yeah, but I guess that's art. Good. This yeah. being said, though, I mean, we're we're all under the gun. Right? Sure. Yeah. I mean, if I if look, I if I speak my mind on social media, I can totally be be slaughtered, right? So we're we're all under the gun now. So yeah. in, in a sense, we've we've sort of achieved that that state of oh, let me speak my mind or let me yeah, let but me I want, tra- let me transgress. But, but I wonder what gun you're gun. under because yeah. there's one gun that's like. Oh, M- NSA is out, you know like monitoring me. Yeah, sure. NSA probably monitors the shit that I say, maybe because of who I associate with or what I've done. But then you think of just some fucking random dude that works at a machine yeah. shop or like, I don't know. See, I'm, I'm a little. I'm curious about the live event that we're having. Like, I'm wondering if anyone's going to show up who is seriously pissed or you know what I mean. Like, I don't think nobody, so. But nobody. I don't think any. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't want to use the word victims. <laughs> I don't want to use it, but I don't think any of them really know. Yeah, except for yeah. the ones who have been told. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I and hope so. If it was me, like everybody wants their little fifteen minutes, you know. And if, yeah. If, if, if it was, no, I'm not gonna say if it was me, but if I was somebody who fucking, you know, didn't have that, maybe doesn't matter. Maybe they are fucking just as crazy as they are in these phone calls. We don't fucking know. Yeah. But it, like I was equating it to um, earlier in our interview to like like uh, the, dif- the only difference between these and like these uh, 
what do you call them? The fucking uh, candid camera shows. Oh, you yeah. Know, or uh-huh. these funny, you know, ha-ha, ooh, yeah. at the end, you look in the mirror, yeah. okay. Is that they've been told, you know? They've been told, hey, there's a camera over here, we're part of this, and oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, all these motherfuckers have been left to fucking stew on this shit. <laughs> sure. And they're all, you know. So it's almost more like to catch a predator. <laughs> you know, come on <laughs> because well, you're who's the, who's the ra- who's the child rapist uh, there we, I don't know uh, that, but... yeah. yes, I'm trying to get a keg tonight no we don't do kegs at this store it's called the party stores or where's Manny up. is Manny there well this is Jeff Slicker Outlet I call him Manny's for short well who, who is it that's who special ordered this keg for me yeah. Okay, yeah. Hey. Hello. Stop and let's start over, okay? I'm listening. Okay, but there's a there's like an echo. I need to get 92 beers. <laughs> okay, first of all, 92 beers are the same thing, correct? Uh, yes. Hey, why is there an echo in the back? <laughs> why is there an echo in the back? You're echoing to me. Anyway, no, 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 you're echoing to me, so what is it that you need? I need a special order. I got a huge gathering tonight. Who took your special order? This is what we need to establish mm. here. Are they cold? How many are they, How many are cold? Well, first of all, I, I don't know nothing about your order, so who took your order? Who did you call? Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. And I have cash on the barrel. Okay, first of all, what store, what store are you calling? Uh, depths. Okay, you're calling depths. Okay. Did you talk to a certain person about a special order? I have to use the restroom as well. So far, you've given me a big goose egg. So. Well, first of all, you gave me a big goose egg on whatever your information is. Why don't you just come on in and we'll help you when you get here, okay? Right now, I am on uh, the freeway. Well, you know what? You do a detour. If you really want this stuff that bad, you come on to our store, and we'll be more than glad to help you. How's that? What part are you not understanding? What part do you not understand? Uh, we don't sell Texas beer, number one. Number two, I don't know who the hell you are or what the hell you want. And second of all, I don't know who took your order, okay? So, and there's an echo, so I can't Manny. understand a damn word what you're saying. Manny. There is no Manny that works here. Manny's. I call him for short. He loves it. Well, apparently, I don't know who you're talking about. We have no Manny's. We have no Manny. We have nobody that works here by that name. It goes over like gangbusters. And we don't do damn kegs of beer. Gangbusters. So there you have it. That is episode eight of Colton Culture, um, which is available on the 31G SoundCloud, also available on iTunes podcast. Um, Thank you for listening and stay tuned for future podcasts. Later. Planet Planet B. B.